three-round discussion with a 20-minute time. Introducing first from a Zoom call in Columbia, South Carolina, Matthew, aka the Unbreakable Spirit, and his opponent from a Zoom call in Atlanta, Georgia, Daniel, aka the Executioner. Take it away, Matthew. Thank you, Jesse, for that wonderful introduction. Hello, everyone. Welcome to At Odds, episode number 62. With Jesus. the Unbreakable Spirit. I'm the Executioner of Daniel Travis. No. Uh, yeah, that. I, of course, and yes. he already introduced himself. We got three topics. Let's you know the drill. Them. Topic uh, number yeah. one. Topic number one is Charlotte Flair's return. I'm number two. What is the relationship between Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy? Dwee. What the hell is a pitch black match? But three, we haven't even done topic one, which I'm going to hop into. All right, now. Take it away. Charlotte Flair is back and a 14-time women's champion. In terms of titles, she is two away from tying her father and three away from breaking it. Yes. No, my eye, uh, you got the timer? Just making sure. My resolutions. All right, good. Um, no, I will say my take on Charlotte Flair is back. I will admit I was surprised. However, there was one thing I just wasn't truly a fan of. With Charlotte Flair coming back, and that is that they changed her theme song. Because immediately when I heard it last last year, I was like, who the hell is this? They changed her theme? Yep, they changed her theme. Is it just like straight Ric Flair's now, not the remakes? I don't know. No. I'm going to uh, research that on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, great. Um, but yeah, and I will say, with Charlotte Flair being a 40-time women's champion, I'm going to be honest, if WWE wants Charlotte to break her father's record, there are some ways that WWE could do this. But I will say... When WWE does it, they have to do it. And I don't give a damn. They have to do it at a WrestleMania. Period. Yeah. And in order for her to do that, first she would have to lose the title. And then win it another time and lose it again. Yeah, but yeah, but I will say with Charlotte Flair being back. Does the SmackDown women's division benefit from Charlotte Flair being back? And I also want to ask, is Charlotte 
like a baby face or is she a heel? Because when she, she returned, be she got face. But I mean, there's no telling. Like she could just show up tomorrow and be, and we could know what side of the crowd she's on tomorrow. Because for now, like for now, she's a baby face. Yes. Yeah, but it could all change. She beat a heel, Ronda Rousey. But it could all change. Uh huh. What is your take on the Queen winning her fourteenth, returning and just immediately winning her fourteenth women's title? I feel like they're almost like forcing her to win these titles at this point. Oh, and uh, they're they're engineering her to be a female Ric Flair. I mean, uh, because this is a fun fact for you that I actually have learned is that did that has won a title every single year since two thousand fourteen? Hmm, that's interesting. That's a record. Yeah. Yeah. And in terms of women's grades, uh, Charlotte's already bre- broken uh, Trish Stratus' record of most women's titles. In fact, she's she, doubled she it. She didn't broke it. She shattered it. <laughs> yeah. For, uh, for a while, Trish Stratus had the record of most women's championships, I believe, at Seven? Don't don't quote me on that. I'm not yep. sure of that fact. Google it. And it's seven. Charlotte has doubled it's seven. that. Okay. It's seven. Charlotte it has seven. doubled it. Doubled. But, uh, and I will say, with Charlotte Flair being on top <laughs> of the women's division... Now, it very much depends on if they want Charlotte to be a babyface or a heel. Um, but, um, because I will say, like, I wasn't sure if Charlotte was going to come back because, like, she got, she lost the women's title and then just disappeared for months. Yeah, to do who knows what. Well, I meant to get married. Oh, well, yeah, but she could have returned any time after that. I mean, hell, maybe she just needed a break because she's been doing this for so many years. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, I wouldn't blame her. <laughs> I mean, if maybe if she's doing... contemplating go to, going to AEW to be with her hubby. I, I mean, provided that her hubby has said that he wants the fuck out of there. <laughs> He has said that. Yeah. We have have covered that. But, um, now with Charlotte Flair being back, um, I will say it does benefit Fox, it does benefit Fox for having Charlotte for being their champion because, well, number one, but, like, and if you ask me, like, Charlotte Flair has definitely proven herself worthy, like, 
And she, she's definitely like she's definitely having a Hall of Fame worthy career. Don't get me wrong. I ain't gonna. Yeah. Yep. And that's time. We'll be back with topic number two. Hello, everybody, and we are back with topic two. Who the hell is Uncle Howdy? What the hell is Bray Wyatt's relations? I, I mean, honestly, people honestly, are suspecting it's Bo Dallas. Uh, oh, all right. Um, I was gonna say is uh, yeah. Um, no, no. Since Bray Wyatt has been back. This, the Bray Wyatt stuff, like, uh, has gotten really, really interesting since his honest return to a WWE. And I will say, like, like, I honestly agree that it can be Bo Dallas, or I've also heard that it might be some, uh, like, I've also heard rumors that it might be some, uh, some people from like some former group in um in Ring of Honor that WWE is using for Uncle Howdy or something. So you're talking about the right six, pretty much. Yeah. Um, and I will say, since Bray, like, um, how do I feel about um, like, what do I think about? What is their relationship? I honestly have no idea because this shit is just like, it's just getting more and more confusing every week. I mean, like, hell, last year, literally, is that uh, he showed up, we thought was aligning himself with Bray Wyatt, and then Sister Abigail with him. Yeah. What's your take on all this shit? It, it also seems like Bray Wyatt, or Uncle Howdy, has some sort of interest in Alexa Bliss, which yeah. we know she has a very interesting partnership with Bray Wyatt in the past. Yeah. So it seems like he's going after people close to Wyatt as well as Wyatt himself. Yes. Now, because I know that we have said that it's like, oh, Wyatt hasn't really done anything. Because you said this on this podcast. Wyatt hasn't really done anything since he has returned or hasn't really had a match as well. He's had two matches. A televised match. Yeah, a televised match. But he has had two matches. He wrestled Jinder Mahal in Madison Square Garden. And then when I went to that house show, he wrestled Jinder Mahal again. Which, by the way, his entrance is really cool to see in person, if I honestly do say so myself. Yeah, though the stage is kind of lackluster when it is a house when show. his entrance is happening. Well, like, I'm, in on a, I'm on a, just saying because all the trons go off and it just looks like gray panels. Yeah, that is fair. But, no, what is Bray Wyatt's relationship with Uncle Howdy? I have no idea, but I... He has an excellent job. 
make everything he's done has had a layer like a new twist to the Bray Wyatt saga to what he is doing. Yeah, I I almost feel like the um, the whole Uncle Howdy thing is like a Bray Wyatt reboot of sorts. Explain. Because in in let, let's say in the Bray Wyatt saga version one, we had this Sister Abigail thing, like who is Sister Abigail? Blah blah blah. And then we got Sister Abigail and it was just another Bray Wyatt character. And that was before The Fiend. And then we had The Fiend saga with the Firefly Funhouse and Abby the Witch. Mercy the Buzzard, Hustus the Pig, Rampant Rabbit. All members of the Wyatt Six. True. So I feel like Uncle Howdy is a new potential persona of or a P Bray Wyatt which we never heard of before and has never been referenced meaning this is a new Wyatt story. Yes. Um, Because I also will say and I do want to mention this because uh when Bray Wyatt had his match with um with uh, Jinder Mahal at that live event that I went to, he did that whole um. Uh, for those of you that know what I'm talking about, he did that whole um next snapping motion thing. Yeah. But but then, and this is another thing, when he was on the stage. He stood there with his arms like wide across on the stage right before he went backstage, which I thought was kind of interesting. Well, that was for the fans. Yeah, I mean, because... I mean, my... if he had said, follow the buzzers with it, that would be something different. True. Now, I will say, since... Now, I do kind of agree with you that it could be a new persona for Wyatt, but it also could just be is that it could just be Uncle Howdy be um, a character who wants to get revenge because of all the um, supposed darkness that Bray Wyatt has done, or I guess one. Yeah, to... or maybe Uncle Howdy has a relationship or something with. Sister Abigail and believes that since Bray was there when she took her last breath, that Wyatt killed her. Hmm. And I, I mean, like, could this also have something to do with the feed being burnt as well? Yeah, like the like Uncle Howdy is the remnants of the old fiend after his rebirth from fire or something like that? I mean, these are all about... These, these are all just valid questions. <laughs> like, if you ask me. But, yeah. Uh, In the words of Tootsie Roll Pop commercials, the world may never know. Exactly. We'll be but back we, with Topic 3. We will definitely return to this. Oh, absolutely. We'll be back with Topic 3. 
And we are back with topic three. What the hell is a pitch black match? Uh, I, I, have, I, have, no I have two theories. Okay. One of them is stupid. One it's of them must be kind of cool. Okay. One. The first one, I'm going to do stupid first to get it out of the way. It's just a match with all the lights in the arena turned off. We have no idea what's going on, and it's really weird. Almost like a match I saw on YouTube of Invisible Man versus Invisible Stan. Don't ask. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Is, yeah, the other one is it's a match that has an infrared filter where we can still see them, but the lights are still dark. So it's like infrared or night vision or some shit like that. Cause for me, what the hell is a is a pitch black match? Um, I feel like it could very much lean having a horror writer at the center of this shit for Bray Wyatt. I feel like it might lean into the horror genre and. Possibly, even though Road Dog produced the most recent Bray Wyatt segment, possibly. I mean, yeah, because, yeah, um, let me finish what I was saying is that, um, I believe that with this whole, if we really be like leaning into the horror genre a bit, is that we like this could also be a way to bring in. The like throughout the match, I don't really know exactly what the rules are going to be if there are going to be any, but I could also see it be for a way for the fire for the Wyatt six characters to get involved throughout yeah. the match. Yeah, another thing I just thought of because uh, in, in terms of pitch black, you think like pitch black darkness, I can't see. Maybe it's just a match with Wyatt and Knight wearing like night vision goggles or something so they can see their opponent. I mean, I mean, because if Bray Wyatt is going to be like fully unleashing like the um, his darkness that he's been trying to contain since he got back. I feel like that, um, like, like, what is this? Like, is he going to be bringing back, like, uh, an upgraded version of The Fiend or something? Hmm. Just, or maybe just... a more demonic version of The Eater of Worlds? Exactly. Um, because, like, what I think the rules of this match are, I honestly think there's going to be only... I feel like the rules of this match, and I'm just guessing off the top of my head, that it's going to be pinfall, submission, and that's it. Yeah. Other than that, they're just gonna. It's just gonna be. It's just gonna go nuts. pinfall or submission in the ring. I mean, or they could add in false count anyway if they wanted to go more. Ridiculous. Yeah, but this is WWE we're talking about. Oh, right. Fair enough. But I will say, with WWE, this whole pitch black match being uh, officially a thing, 
for the Rumble is, um, like, I'm also wondering, like, is this going to be, like, what is the, what will be the next chapter, this is kind of random, but what will be the next thing for Wyatt after this? That is true. Uh, cause, and I'm gonna say this is that um, I I also feel like a pitch black match. I feel like, you know, I like your idea of it having like n- like night like thermal vision or something for us at home. But I honestly think that it would be more interesting if um you lead more into like the horror genre. And also maybe have like Bray Wyatt just like randomly like disappear and reappear as like different characters or something. Like I don't know, you can have him like disappear and then reappear as the fiend or something. Yeah. Like I don't know, just cause like or like he reappeared, he'd be like a more dark of worlds or uh, or he or Uncle Howdy actually gets involved in this and I'm, I'm be- sure Howdy's gonna get involved in some way because Bray Wyatt's in the match. Howdy is something to Wyatt. Yeah, but but will but my honest question is this will Howdy cost Bray Wyatt the match? Or will, or will Uncle Howdy help Bray Wyatt win the match? Considering he seems to be targeting Wyatt, I think he will hinder Wyatt during the match. Yeah, um... What are your thoughts on what a pitch black match? More thoughts on that. Like, I honestly... Honestly, this is so... Bizarre New. that it's it's hard to articulate what we think it is. We're obviously going to return to this when we do our rumble predictions in a few weeks. That is true. Provided W provided WWE actually starts building up to the fucking rumble. Yeah. Because and and I know this is gonna sound random, but it's just like I don't want to, you know, have like three or four matches just like, or like just one match because like, we need a match card. Like, I don't care if people introduce, announce themselves for the Rumble. I don't really give a shit about that or qualify or whatever. But it's just like, as long as, you know, you actually make me want to tune into this stupid Royal Rumble. I mean, we're going to tune in anyways. I mean, true. Because prediction and also because remarks, yes, and uh, and also the question that I gotta ask before we go is, will the Rock be involved? Only time will tell. Anyways, that's all the time we have for this week. Thank you for listening. Please See you tell your friends, week. share, follow, you know, the whatever. Drill. Roll that outro. Roll that outro.
Thank you for listening to Add Odds, hosted by the Unbreakable Spirit and the Executioner. Edited by the Unbreakable Spirit. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at MTS underscore life underscore zero one two six. You can follow me on Instagram at DanTravis121 and you can also follow me on the Twitter at DanTheExecutioner21. And you can follow the podcast at Adults Podcast. We'll be back next week with more debates and discussion. But until then, the Executioner and the Unbreakable Spirit will still be at odds. Thank you, losers.